Well, I think the lesson is if we do things God's way, if we trust in God in spite of circumstances, then he's always going to come through. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, welcome to In Grace. This is Jim Scudder, Jr. here in early March, and today we're going to take you to Israel. I know many of you absolutely love Israel. Maybe you've gone, maybe you haven't. Uh, but we've been able to go over there and do some recording. And we go two or three times a year. And when we're in Israel, we are able to capture some of the most incredible things. Today, we're going to be bringing you a brand new series. You've never heard this on In Grace Radio until today because this is our first time to air it. And we're going to be taking you on an adventure. We're calling this series, we're going to start today and go through the next four weekends, Friday and weekend edition of In Grace. It's called Discover Hidden Israel 5. Yeah, that means we've done four other ones. We actually have done five other ones. Uh, The first one we're calling 1.5, Joshua's Conquest. But uh, we've got these really neat, it's a video series, but we re-edited it for audio. And today we're going to be with archaeologist Dr. Scott Stripling. Scott Stripling is the provost of the Bible Seminary in the Houston, Texas area. He is an archaeologist. He is a man that has done a number of archaeological digs. Currently, he's heading up the largest dig in Israel. It's in Shiloh, which is in the heartland of Israel. They're finding all sorts of incredible things linking this ancient pile of dust and dirt and rock to a vibrant and uh, amazing culture and society that the Bible describes as the first capital of the new nation of Israel. And so Scott, Dr. Scott is going to be guiding us on an adventure today. What we're going to do today is we're going to drive from his hotel, which is the Ritz Hotel in Jerusalem. It's uh, not quite as fancy as it sounds. And we're going to drive all the way down to Jericho. We're going to be going way down from above sea level to below sea level. And I was amazed at all of the things that you pass by on that really only about a 40-minute drive, 30, 40-minute drive, all of the things that have happened over the centuries. And we're going to be pointing these things out as we go. So I think this will be very enjoyable for you to learn more about the land of Israel and the people of Israel. And I think you not only will want to hear our adventure today, but you're going to want to see it as well. So here's what we have. If you'd like to get the video series, Discover Hidden Israel 5, which features today's episode, plus we go and try to find the ancient road to Emmaus that Jesus walked after his resurrection. We're gonna go find a brand new site called Kerbat El Araj, but we think it's biblical Bethsaida. They're just finding some really neat evidence for this hometown of Peter. Of course, Jesus would have been there. And then we're also going to talk about the cities of the Decapolis. All of this is on this four-part video series, Discover Hidden Israel 5, and we're going to send it to you as a thank you for any gift that you send in grace. We're also going to be sending those of you that want a I Stand with the Jewish People Genesis 12.3 poster. I will bless them that bless thee. If you want this poster, I Stand with the Jewish People, the Star of David, 
Put this somewhere prominent. Uh, I think God will bless you that you're going to stand with Israel. This is free. The, the print is free. And if you want the Discover Hidden Israel 5 video series, you can uh, give a gift of any amount and get that either by DVD or digital download. Now, we also have a beautiful canvas print. It's an original piece of art, and it features the temple in Israel with the Shekinah glory. If you have a gift of $150 or more, we're gonna send you the canvas of the temple, we're gonna send you the video series and the print, I Stand With The Jewish People. I need to hear from you today. Call us, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Hey, it's Scott Stripling. How about that? In the flesh, how are you? Jim. Good to see you. How are you, my man? Good. Great. You're looking like you're ready to dig. Uh, I'm ready to... Uh, <laughs> to not dig. To, uh, let's see, explore the hidden secrets of Israel. How about that? Hey, you know, we have a new series with Scott Stripling coming out, Discover Hidden Israel 5. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. I right. mean, it's like endless the things you could explore here, right? Well, and so are the numbers we can keep putting after Discover Hidden Israel. That's right. I mean, this, <laughs> this is fun. Let's it can be Discover it. Hidden Israel 100, you know? That's right. Truly, I mean, this place has that much stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm, you are right now standing, by the way, on top of the third wall of Jerusalem. You are literally standing on the third wall right under our feet. It's everywhere. It's so a- you could go on forever. As we get into the car, I'm glad that I finally get to drive. While Scott's an amazing scholar, he isn't the best at directions, as you'll see in episode two, looking for the hidden road to Emmaus. Today, though, we begin our adventure driving from East Jerusalem down to the Jordan Valley, ending up at one of the greatest proofs of the accuracy of the Bible, Jericho. And almost immediately on our drive, Scott points to the right and mentions a very special place. You can see, as you look off to the right, the Temple Mount, the Mount of Olives, just directly ahead. Then you'll see the Kidron Valley down below. Every time I come here, it's it's just a great feeling. I'll never forget the first time I was here and looking out at this and made such an impression. Amazing. So rather than going over the Mount of Olives, let's just go through it. And here we go, down into the tunnel. And this is Hebrew University up to our left. What would the disciples think about this tunnel? I think they would be blown away. (laughs) And so like, wait, what? You don't have to climb mountains anymore? (laughs) Like a highway in the wilderness? That's probably what they would consider this to be. Sit in a (laughs) horseless chariot and just drive. Right. And so when you come through, now everything is brown and you'll see the Jordan Valley way off in the distance. Now, immediately on your right is a stone vessel factory where they made the chalk stone vessels for ritual purity. Okay. They're making the vessels for the temple use and for the, the priests because mm-hmm. there's this whole ritual purity culture that where chalk stone vessels are not susceptible to ritual impurity. Like the first miracle of Jesus, those were stone jars, not clay jars. It looks like this is a quarry, and this is where they were making the stone vessels. Stone vessels obviously are harder to make than clay. 
uh, very difficult, but it would, they would be able to use them longer because of the way they were using the loophole in the law. But very, very typical at the time of Christ to use stone vessels and plates and forks and everything. And would those have been heavier than the clay? Oh yes, definitely. And, and this is, all comes out of Leviticus 11 and Leviticus 15. When your pottery becomes impure, says the Lord, you must break it. They then surmised, well, he didn't say anything about stone vessels. So Isn't that like us, right? It's Just trying to such find a loophole. loophole. I know, that's our nature. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, now you're gonna, of course, Bethany is just ancient Bethany as you come over the Mount of Olives, but wow. we can't go directly to it, but we're about to come up on a sign that points to El Azaria, Lazarus El Azaria. So you kind of have to go the long way around, but you can still get into ancient Bethany. When you're reading the Bible, it's all very compact. So you're in Jerusalem, now you're in the Judean <laughs> desert. There's, you know, right. there's this, the stone vessel factory. Oh, here's where Lazarus rose. We're standing on the third wall of Jerusalem. Yeah, it's just yeah. Ever. It's just everything about this land is, it's compact, but it's also, it still seems large. So you have, you have vast areas too, but everything in the Bible is just here, 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 everywhere. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, the Bible's giving you real places. Mm. You know, you have some other books, like the Book of Mormon, for example, that mentions all these places, and you can't find them. Yeah. You know, the, if the Bible tells you that Bethany was here, we can take you to Bethany, or that Scythopolis was there, we can take you there. You know, what's crazy, too, is a lot of the names are still the names today. Yeah. And you have the, the, the road signs that'll say, you know, Jericho. Here's Jericho right. coming up. You or um, an Arabic... Uh, Trans Transliteration right. of it. So El Azadia, you can hear Lazarus yeah. in there, El yeah. Azadia. So amazing. Yeah, it is. And another thing, Scott, we're going down. Yep. Down, every time you leave Jerusalem. Yeah, my ears just popped. <laughs> yeah, you're going down, especially this route, because we're going from, what is it, a couple thousand feet above sea uh, level? 2,500 okay. to 1,300 below. Below, so we're going underwater, if it were the sea. And of course you have down here, the Dead Sea. Right, so we're going 3,800 feet. So it's not quite a mile high, but it's quite a bit of elevation difference. Sure. Now we're coming up real quickly on the end of the Good Samaritan. Okay. Uh, right around this next bend there, you can see the an ancient Herodian uh, palace up here on the crest of this hill. Huh. That's a halfway point between Jerusalem and Jericho in case Herod got tired. <laughs> Still mosaics and uh, really? fresco on the walls. And you have a lot of the antiquities from all over this region are brought together in this one little place. Hmm. There's a museum here. So you can see a lot in a very compacted space. We're at the Good Samaritan Inn and the Israeli National Park System has a, a nice museum here. As we walked in, I noticed that there was a, a cave down here, an area where they would be watering or feeding the animals in a, in a dwelling place. Could this be the place where the Samaritan took the man that was wounded and injured? And uh, when you're in Israel, you get to see ancient things. This is a cave from the Second Temple period, which was, you know, during the time of Christ and back into time a little bit. But amazing things in Israel, everywhere you look. This is a mosaic from a synagogue in Gaza, and it's David, and he's playing a musical instrument. This is from Mount Gerizim, and we've been up there and filmed up there, and you can see the church. 
the octagonal building, and then they found a lot of these inscriptions. This is Samaritan inscription. So remember, the Samaritans looked at Mount Gerizim as the place to worship. They had a temple there, but uh, this inscription, written in the language of the Samaritans, they were despised. They they were not liked at the time of Jesus by the Jews. That's basically racism, and. Jesus elevated the Samaritans several times, the woman at the well and the Good Samaritan. Discover the heart of Israel this week with an exclusive offer from InGrace. For a limited time, receive our I Stand with Israel print completely free. And with a gift, you can dive deeper into the hidden treasures of Israel with Discover Hidden Israel 5. Join Jim Scudder and Dr. Scott Stripling in a four-part video series as they uncover off-the-beaten-path locations, revealing the true essence of this ancient land. And for those of you giving $150 or more, you will receive an exclusive limited-edition canvas print. This stunning artwork portrays the vision of the rebuilt Third Temple in Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and explore its wonders today. Contact us at 800-78-GRACE Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Join our mission to celebrate Israel and reach more people with the gospel. Order today to be part of our extraordinary journey. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Still going down. Yeah, so we're descending, it's getting browner. We've got Bedouin, of course, camping along the way, living in their ancient lifestyles. Isn't that amazing that all these centuries later, people are still living very similar to the nomadic lifestyle that Abraham right. lived? And I don't think they're stand if your enjoyment of life, let's say, is any less than than ours, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus said a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possesses, right? Right. So these people are just as happy as anybody else. I've seen it. chosen a different rhythm. Yeah. We just passed St. George's Monastery and the Wadi Kelt. You and I were in the Wadi Kelt. At the bottom. At the bottom. Yeah. This is the sort of where you would get on from the top. Breathtaking view. And St. George's Monastery is pretty amazing too. Yeah, it's built into the cliff. Yeah, and it's a little bit of a hike down and, and back up, but it has these uh, a little eerie macabre uh, skulls right. in like a cabinet of all the previous, what, the monks or something. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, you know? They're still with us. Yeah. Yeah, though, though being dead, yet he's speaking. Yeah, now if it were a clear day, we would get a glimpse of the Dead Sea, but we're just coming up on sea level. There's gonna be a sign here where we're reaching zero. There's almost always a camel here, so let's see if the camel's here today. If there were two, you would probably want to rematch. <laughs> well, the poor camel you're on is begging for mercy. I mean, come on. Yeah, but listen, but listen, my camel did pretty good. It Considering really the weight under which he was <laughs> operating, yes. Now, you remember the donkey at the Aurora plant? Oh, and, yes. And we were you were trying to negotiate the donkeys. Right, right. And you you did a horrible job at that. Like, <laughs> the guy wasn't even, oh, there are two camels. Okay, well, yeah, there they are. <laughs> One of the most amazing things about Israel is that you can drive below sea level. In this country, you go from Jerusalem, hundreds of feet above sea level, to the Dead Sea, hundreds of feet below sea level. And you can do that actually as you drive north all the way to the Sea of Galilee, you're below the ocean. 
Good thing the ocean can't get in, but what an amazing country. Okay, Scott, so Jericho. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on that. What's the what's the big biblical significance of Jericho? We did a series together about yeah. this. People don't need to go back watch that whole show, but just give me like a one minute, two minute version of Jericho. The Israelites left Shittim, Joshua 2.1. They crossed the Jordan, camped at Gilgal, they came to Jericho. They marched around for six days, once a day, and on the seventh day, seven times, God allowed them to take the city. The, the mud brick superstructure collapses. They go up into the city, they, they siege the city. It's the first site of the conquest and they, they treat it as a first fruits offering to God. Everything there, all the wealth of Jericho, except for what Achan took, of course, huh. is left as this heap offering, this mound offering, uh, really saying, God, thank you for delivering us from Egypt and thank you for what you're going to do wow. as we enter the land. Okay, so we have Jericho significant. Of course, Jesus was in Jericho, yeah. maybe a different, uh, it was in a different place at, the, at Jesus' time. But, you know, Jesus would have come up on these same, these same roads and that's where he met Zacchaeus, right? right? Right. And he healed the lepers and all of yeah, that. Yeah, blind so, Bartimaeus. Yeah. So as we continue down from Jerusalem to Jericho, uh, we're almost there in the bottom of this, of the Syrian Rift Valley, the Jordan Valley. You have also the Jordan River, which is the border between Israel and Jordan. And very significant thing happened down in this part of the river. This is where John the Baptist would right. have been ministering and baptizing. And then Jesus comes down here and is baptized. It's there, the, the ancient name is Bethabara, the Gospels. John was baptizing at Bethabara, house of the crossing. So the Israelites cross at the same point wow. that John is baptizing. So what does baptism represent? A new beginning. What did they get when they passed through the water? A new beginning. So how will that lesson? Israel crossing into this promised land and Jesus being baptized and the Holy Spirit coming down as a dove and the voice of the Father, uh, all of these things happening, how can that help us today? Well, I think the lesson is if we do things God's way, if we trust in God in spite of circumstances, then he's always gonna come through. And just like the Israelites marching around Jericho, in the natural, that didn't make any sense. Right. What they thought is there were massive populations in these big cities, but in reality, the population was decimated in Canaan at that time. They still had big city walls, and it seemed like there were a lot of strong people there. But remember, Rahab told the spies, we're over here shaking in our boots because of you guys. And the Israelites are in the other side, and of course, they're terrified. So it's a matter of trusting God and doing it his way, and then he'll always give victory. <laughs> now, why were the Canaanites decimated at that time? All right, they had had a climate change. So we have cyclical climate change going back in recorded history. So about every 400 years, our climate shifts to drier and hotter and then to wetter and cooler. Do you think back then they were saying we should burn less fossil fuels? No, I don't think that crossed their mind. <laughs> um, it's a little arrogant for us to think that, that we are controlling climate. God is the, the God of nature. He's the God of the environment. And the earth has always had this cyclical change. We see it in the archeological record. That's what brings the early Bronze Age to an end. That's what signals the beginning of the Bronze Age. That's what brings the late Bronze Age to an end. So we can see that in the archeological record. And you just wish that those who are making policy <laughs> had some historical perspective. Good point. Yeah. Now you're coming up on this side, on the other side of the Jordan, but you can see it nicely from here. Biblical Sukkoth. It's, it's Tel Deralah. 
And this is where you have the famous Balaam inscription. So the same story told in the Bible, we have outside the Bible, very early inscription, by the way, ninth century BC. We have a copy of the Balaam inscription, 34 lines, the talking donkey, the things people sort of make fun of the Bible. Ah, uh, you know, Noah's Ark and a talking donkey and all these stories. Well, here we have a copy of the same story outside the Bible. Hmm. As we pull up to the ancient city of Jericho, once the pinnacle of the Canaanite civilization, I thought back to the days of Joshua. Here, the mighty hand of God was on display. Today, it's just a dusty, desolate mound. But when Israel arrived, Jericho greeted them with ominous, massive walls. What archeologists found here is incredible matching the Bible perfectly. The walls fell outward, forming a ramp all around the city, except in one spot where the ancient mud brick wall still stands. This is where Rahab's house was built into the wall, just as the Bible says. They also found lots of jars full of grain, and they were burnt, just as the Bible says. My friends, the evidence that supports the Bible is out there. You just need to dig a little to find the truth, buried in plain sight. Hope you've been enjoying our series from Jerusalem to Jericho. It's amazing all the sites and places that you can find on that route. Although we are further east from Jericho, we're gonna end here. This is the baptismal site of Jesus. Can you imagine John the Baptist down here? People flocking down to find out about this man in the wilderness, this unusual man that was preaching righteousness and baptizing. And then one day along came Jesus, and he came and he asked John to be baptized. John recognized him, Jesus, his cousin, as the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. It is here that Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. And when Jesus came up out of the water, you heard the voice of the Father and talking about his beloved Son and the Spirit descending like a dove. The beautiful picture of the Father, Son, and the Spirit coming up out of the water, picturing rebirth. And that's exactly what happened here hundreds of years before Jesus when Israel came through this river, when God held up the waters, parted the Jordan River, very much like the Red Sea parting. This isn't as grand of a miracle, but remember, the river would have been at flood stage. This would have all been water. And again, as Joshua enters the promised land, the waters part, they walk through on dry ground. Let's conclude this program by me sharing with you the point, the purpose of life, the purpose of the Bible, the purpose of Jesus. The Bible says that we're created, but that we fell, that we sinned. And Jesus came, to die for our sins on a cross. He came to pay for our sins. He is God in the flesh. He died in Jerusalem on a cross. He rose again the third day, and he invites anyone, you or anybody, to simply put your trust in him, to believe in him. And the Bible says when you do that, you pass from death to life, you're born. That's what water baptism pictures, a rebirth coming up out of the water is a picture of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have you placed your faith in him and him alone? Not religion, not water, not baptism, but Jesus. Have you put your trust in him? He died for you on a cross. 
paid for your sins and rose again. If you'll trust in him, you'll be saved today and forever. Discover the heart of Israel this week with an exclusive offer from InGrace. For a limited time, receive our I Stand with Israel print completely free. And with a gift, you can dive deeper into the hidden treasures of Israel with Discover Hidden Israel 5. Join Jim Scudder and Dr. Scott Stripling in a four-part video series as they uncover off-the-beaten-path locations, revealing the true essence of this ancient land. And for those of you giving $150 or more, you will receive an exclusive limited-edition canvas print. This stunning artwork portrays the vision of the rebuilt Third Temple in Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and explore its wonders today. Contact us at 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Join our mission to celebrate Israel and reach more people with the gospel. Order today to be part of our extraordinary journey. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.